G'day everyone and welcome back to the 78 Amped Podcast. My name is Max Higgins and I'm joined today by Sunshine Coast indie pop artist Ayla. How's it going? Welcome to the show. I'm going very well, thanks. Thank you so much for having me. Anytime. We, we like to kick off by finding out what you've been listening to. So what's been spinning in your playlists or if you've had some vinyl that's been uh, getting around recently, what's been catching your ear? Well, actually, on the weekend, my friends and I, it was my friend's birthday, and we went out and saw a Sunshine Coast band who I really love called High Tropics. Oh, yeah. I've had their song, well, it's actually their old band's song, but they played it as a special request for my friend. <laughs> I've had their, the, the Ninjas was their old band, and I've had the song Morphine stuck in my head, so I've been playing that a fair bit. Nice. That it's it's great when you get like one of those where you go, you go to a live show and you're like I haven't heard this song in ages and it just sits in there and it just like ruminates. I was at a Smith Street Band gig recently and that happened where I was like yes. Well, I saw they <laughs> played at Eleven Dive Bar. I think they were playing that same night. Oh right, that yeah. was an awesome set. <laughs> you obviously went in Brisbane, I assume. Yeah, just down at the um, Fortitude Music Hall and oh, such a good be- venue. Yeah, it's amazing. Love it. <laughs> We uh, well, let's let's chat about your tracks, uh, perhaps over High Tropics then, and and your latest track is Bitterness, and kind of over the last few releases that you've had since 2020 with Go Slow, you've, there's been this kind of uplifting feeling across all of your tracks, which seem which you know we we get to bitterness, and there seems to be this kind of darker turn. Where where did that come from for you uh, when you were writing this track? Um, well, this one was written a long time ago like a few years ago and I had to sort of have some space from it I think um both to find the right production and the right mix that I felt suited the song and everyone felt suited the song as well as um just to get some space I guess from the content of the song um because it was about sort of the breakup of a friendship which was a very hard time um but yeah we've given that some space and we're we're good friends again now so that <laughs> is it good no- is it good enough friends where they know that this song's about them oh yeah oh yeah for sure <laughs> was that an awkward conversation um I was dreading it for years because I had the song and like some other friends of mine who knew the person helped me work on it and <laughs> and it was a bit awkward but then yeah I was really worried about telling them but they took it very well and said that in the end, really, it just means a lot that our friendship was that close that it meant so much to me that I wrote a song. And they actually wrote a song as well and they played me the song and it was very cathartic. <laughs> was it a, a, like a, a hold hands and cry together kind of moment? It was. Definitely. <laughs> very much. Playing with a glass of wine. <laughs> At least, like you know, if you're if you're playing it live, you can you can shout out the person and be like, "Hey, look, this is going to sound really awkward, but it's about that person there." Yeah, I've oh, <laughs> been showing everyone it's about me. <laughs> <laughs> guys, guys, I made it. <laughs> it's you, you. You kind of mentioned the the production in there, um, and something that that. You've been working with a range of producers over the uh, the last few releases. You've had Sam Cromack from Ballpark Music on, on this track. You've had Ruben Styles from Peking Duck on uh, another from from 2020. You know, there's a that's a huge wild range of production, and and the songs kind of reflect that that shift as well. Do, for you, do you feel like there's a, a you know um, 
a particular like Ayla sound or are you kind of just finding that as you experiment throughout? I think definitely still finding it, but at the same time, I think, you know, it's not about the destination. It's about the journey kind of thing. Like the finding of the sound is the sound in a way. <laughs> Cause um, yeah, I, I like that it reflects the sounds of, of the different people who I've worked with. And it, this album, because these songs will be a collection of songs that will go on a debut album. Um, and, yeah, it has been basically it started as like a collaboration collection because I was collaborating with a lot of different people. And, um, yeah, and they were all like, yeah, I needed to find a common thread between them and sort of work with one producer to do a, a mix of them all and bring it all together to make sense cohesively. But, yeah, I've been definitely really enjoying the process and I think finding finding my feet more as someone who can have um, influence over the production, I'm way too impatient to actually do it myself. But, <laughs> <clears throat> but I feel like I've had more input and sort of been able to articulate what I want a bit better maybe and um yeah it's been fun what do you what do you think that that through line is that that common thread between the tracks on 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 the album well I think that mix of kind of the acoustic electronic world so I think Sarah Blasco has always been a really good reference for me with that because I think she blends those organic elements with the more electronic kind of sound in a really nice balance that I was sort of um yeah always going back to to sort of emulate and um yeah so I think definitely that that balance that line like obviously some tracks sway more towards electronic and some more the other way more organic kind of sounding but yeah all the tracks kind of have toe that line and then obviously the vocals um I think particularly like using the vocal as a sample kind of sound is something that I really enjoy doing and I think it it makes your sampled or synth sounds or whatever, it makes them very unique to you when it's your voice that's being used. Um, so, yeah, I've done that on other recordings before as well, but I really enjoy doing that. Do you think that you'd ever sort of want to try your hand at a completely different style that, you know, would sit under that umbrella? You know, would you ever go full electronic EDM or anything like that? Or, you know, is that, is that something that you, is on the horizon for you? Or Well, I've been lucky to sort of be able to dabble in the extremes of both ends, I suppose, because <laughs> <clears throat> I, um, I, I sing in another band that is like full electro and I just top line and they do the production. Um, and that's been really fun and we've gotten to play a few festivals doing that. And then on the other end, I've sort of been doing some really low key stuff with my more folky kind of singer songwriter, um, under a different name as well. <laughs> <laughs> so as my grandpa says, who are you today? I don't know. Still working that out. <laughs> it's, it's nice to be able to wear those different hats though. Like you never... Um, like pigeonholed, I guess, into one sound or, or like if, you, if you're wanting to put pen to paper to write something, you're never stuck with one 
sort of you know, genre, I guess, for, for lack of a better yeah. term. Yeah. Do you ever, like when you, when you are writing, do you ever feel like, you know, a particular idea might sit firmly in, in one of those projects or is it something where you just start and see how it develops? Yeah, I don't really have that in mind when I write because I've definitely got some songs that I'll possibly never use because they're like, you know, really jazzy or something. <laughs> I, <laughs> I I, I, that'd be a cool jazz project in there, I'm sure. I think, but I, at the same time, I think even a song like this really kind of jazzy kind of one that I'm thinking of, more like R&B, I suppose, you can still find those elements in production that, that tie it back, like um, using the vocal samples or using sampled drum sounds rather than like a live kit or whatever. For, for the rest of Australia, the Sunshine Coast might not seem like it spawns a, a huge, uh, you know, breadth of musicians you know like it's high tropics yourself maybe the chats as well as sort of the big three that a lot of people kind of like latch onto when you when you say you know brand bands from the sunshine coast when you were starting out your career did you feel like the 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 sunny coast was a particularly like you know fertile garden for a, a young musician yeah i just always thought man this garden is fertile <laughs> i didn't particularly think of it in those exact terms but no i have always thought that the coast, despite the fact that, yeah, like often artists will maybe not reach that national kind of level, I guess, but there is there's just so much talent on the coast and, and it's very, it, I've always found it to be very um, community-oriented and like supportive. When I was young, like 15, I was in a duo and, I, yeah, I was just getting heaps of support and we were getting asked to play all these shows and, like, original shows. Um, there's the Perigian Originals and they had the Nambour Originals where they'd showcase original music and there was all different nights showcasing original music. And, yeah, I think there there are some, definitely some acts that are doing some great things from the Sunshine Coast, but it, it not so much, I guess, in that pop world, but yeah, there's acts in like the reggae or the um, even like the EDM, really kind of psychedelic style stuff that are doing really well. Because, <laughs> like, I suppose there's kind of a weird for people that probably don't know the sunshine coast it's kind of a weird mix of of groups of people right you've got you know the surfy people who live very close to the beach you've got the hinterland hippies and you've got these kind of like you know farmers that live in the middle right i don't you know it's the sunshine coast it's a broad range and i'm not I, that this is very generalized but no you've summed it up <laughs> do, do you feel like like and, you the know, hipsters. and the hipsters that you know you, you they're everywhere a little dash of hipster across the top just to round it all together <laughs> Do you ever feel like the, those kind of like worlds and and the um you know the styles of music that would probably uh I guess be gem- again generalizing be associated with those kind of groups of people mix in a very special way at the Sunshine Coast to create the scene that's there? Yeah, I think so. I yeah, there's definitely a lot of that kind of um well Ziggy Alberts, I think he was from the coast as well. Um, I know he spent a lot of time in Byron, but he was definitely up here for a while. <laughs> <laughs> I will claim that. <laughs> and, um, yeah, there's definitely a lot of that kind of genre as well, that sort of more acoustic, singer-songwriter, beachy 
style, folky beachy style. And yeah, it's so it is sort of a blend of of the singer songwriter meets the beachy kind of hippie kind of world. Yeah, and it's um yeah, all those I guess music these days in general is not really staying in one genre. It's you know everything seems to be something pop like <laughs> electronic pop or grunge pop or whatever. <laughs> But yeah, genres are definitely melding a lot. Yeah, absolutely, and just enough like a, a, a nice little bit of like psytrance, deep like bush yeah. to like bring it all together. Yeah, I think <laughs> just an undertone of psytrance really <laughs> makes the people happy. <laughs> Before uh, I let you go this evening, uh, what does the end of twenty twenty two and the beginning of next year look like uh, for yourself? So very soon in October, October twenty second and twenty third. I'll be playing some shows in regional Victoria. So I'm um, just practicing with the band and, yeah, we're getting getting it all together and it's part of um, Semi-Arid Music Festival. In We're playing two shows, one in Mildura Arts Hub and one in Watcham at this old church that I've played before on a solo tour and it's the most amazing venue in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> I thought that I lived in the middle of nowhere, but it's in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> I think it's three hours from Mildura. Oh, geez. That's beautiful. That's a hike. <laughs> so, yeah, but I'm really looking forward to having the full band sound and, and playing some new songs with this band and, yeah, playing these, even some unreleased songs and stuff. I'm really looking forward to playing live again. Fantastic. Well, uh, Ayla's latest track, Bitterness, is out now. Stream it on all of your favourite platforms uh, and catch her live at the Semi-Arid Semi Arid Festival. Wow, I really messed up that one. Catch her live at the Semi-Arid Festival on the 22nd and the 23rd of October. Ayla, thank you so much for, for taking the time to have, come and have a chat with us today. Thank you so much, Max. What's the point in any kind of success If it makes the ones who love you love you less I would try so hard and Hold your tongue, but maybe it's not right When I'd have to mind myself And you try so hard To hide the bitterness I'm sorry you don't love yourself like you should 